This is the Kevin Sutton Show special edition, special WrestleMania 31 or WrestleMania play button edition. And this is just strictly on the podcast. We're not live. <laughs> but it's all good. I'm Dr. Phil here with Krispy Kreme Chris and Meyer with the latest point of view on WrestleMania 31. The Kevin Sutton Show is brought to you by David Moss Volkswagen on Lee Road, where they sell both new and used cars. If you're looking for a used car and you don't see it on the lot, not to worry. David Moss will help you find the right car at the right price. You know what they always say, whatever it takes. That's right. Let's get back to this crazy thing about wrestling. The wrestling. The wrestling. wrestling. All right. So you guys, hopefully, if you're listening, you already know who I am. If you don't, uh, Kevin called me Dr. Phil. I'm an avid wrestling fan, car guy. I'm a member of the show. We also have Krispy Kreme Chris. How's it going, buddy? I'm doing awesome. How about yourself? Good. Okay, I have a question. Why do they call you that? Why does he? Why does Kevin call you that? Because I don't. Does Kevin actually make these names up, or did you call yourself that, or did you guys meet there? I hope you can tell this story Please. with with style. Because uh... well, <laughs> Kevin and I we met a year and a half ago when Krispy Kreme was reopening back on Millennia. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The blade. The blaze. The glaze after the blaze. The glaze after that. That sounds pretty cool. Sounds yeah, like that, a pay-per-view. Exactly. The blaze after the blaze. So what they decided to do is they had the first hundred people stand in line, uh-huh. and they would each get a dozen donuts free for a month for a whole year. What? Yes. Kevin well, was... One n- dozen a month for one, one year. Still. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So Kevin was number two. <laughs> of course. My wife and I were 11 and 12, and our son was 11 and a half, quote unquote. So we'll give you half a dozen. So, so they'll give him half a dozen for six months. Um, for six months. <laughs> but so Kevin and I just bonded and became really close and talked about wrestling, talked about life, and stayed up all night entertaining all the folks that were waiting in line. And from there, it's blossomed into a wonderful friendship. That's awesome. And can I just interject? I was uh, Faith was seventy seven. I was seventy eight. <laughs> and Chris. So how many donuts did you guys take advantage of? Did you too guys too much? <laughs> too many. Too many. Like, I don't. I still haven't had a donut in like. <laughs> I gained forty pounds. I, I just it's I it's too much. You know, like even the smell of it, everything just it got to me. My bad, guys. Oh, so cool. I was going into total divas. That was <laughs> is that what you were watching? Yeah, oh. old clips. But it, it was an interesting night. It was an interesting couple days, and uh, and that's how he got tagged, Krispy Kreme Chris. That's awesome. So before we get into the WrestleMania 31 or WrestleMania play predictions i wanted to ask you chris uh what got you into wrestling if people were wondering i started watching wrestling when i was as they say knee high to a grasshopper i (laughs) i lived in connecticut one town over from stanford so i grew up in darien connecticut where all the wrestlers would be when on the days that they didn't have tvs you know i would see people just walking down the street wrestlemania one when it was closed caption closed circuit yeah i was able to watch it Oh, wow. So it got me hooked then. When I w- moved up to Virginia, I got hooked on WCW for a while. My adopted father introduced me to Ric Flair, introduced Woo. me to Sting. Oh, that's awesome. So I've been able to come full circle and be able to watch it all the way through WWE, w- WCW, ECW. So you said you lived you live in Virginia. What part of Virginia? Near Charlottesville. Okay. So, I, lived, I used to live in Newport News. Okay. So Richmond Coliseum. As you know, was yep. Newport. Newport. That's where they have a catalog for women's clothes. Yep. Newport News. Newport News magazine. Uh, magazine. Sure yeah. I've ordered many clothes <laughs> when I was younger. Sorry, not to kick <laughs> in there, but it's all good. Now, Chris, uh, you know, now really there's just WWE is pretty much the big juggernaut. Were you a huge WCW fan, or did you watch Monday Night Wars, or did you just I watched tune the in? Monday Night Wars. So I, you, so you were the ones flipping channels like I was. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, I did one better. I had picture and picture. I just um, oh I had wow. It. I just um, had them both on each channel, so I didn't have to miss a single minute. Oh, that's awesome. See, now I was more of a WWE fan, you know, and I watched WCW because uh, Nitro came on an hour before right. Raw. So I was like, okay. And then I remember Eric Bischoff would spoil the... the he would spoil everything, <laughs> but at the same time, you still wanted to watch. To see, see what happened. Oh, man, how did that happen? Away. Yep. You know what? what's crazy, guys, just listening to you guys? They're pretty much every guy was into wrestling at some point in their life. Yes. Yep. Honestly. Yep. It's just a matter... Even Chris, our board guy at the studio, he even was at one point into wrestling. And I remember just in high school and then in college still... <laughs> Guys were into it. It was like, 
If you weren't into football or basketball, you kind of were definitely into wrestling. Yeah, well, that, that's a taboo word now. You can't even call it that. It's sports no. entertainment, even yeah. though the, the, the headline is WrestleMania. And see, <laughs> I'm I'm old, I'm older than you guys because I remember um, Austin Austin uh, three sixty. 316. 316. Stone Cold. Yeah, Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Steve yeah. Austin. He was cool. And uh, and The Rock, you know, when they were two of the big names at the time. And I think that was like in early 2000s. The late, well, mid, late, late 90s. 90s. Late yeah. 90s. Yeah. The Attitude Era. The Attitude Era, yeah. And then I had the pleasure of meeting The Rock in 2000 in L.A. when he was doing Rock the Vote for MTV. Oh, wow. <laughs> and that was, like, really cool. And not no disrespect to Kevin, but I was dating a guy who was really into wrestling. <laughs> and uh, he, I was at the Democratic National Convention in L.A., and him and China were coming out for, for MTV. Yeah. And Rock, I had a hat on that said, like, Vote. I had created it. And he was like, oh, cool hat. Come here. So I came over, and I actually called my boyfriend at the time on the phone. Like, I'm bringing up with you. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> he was in Florida. I was in California. And I was like, Rock, Rock, my boyfriend loves you. And I called my boyfriend at the time, and I'm like, you're not going to believe who I'm standing to. I'm standing next to The Rock. And I was like, Rock, say hey. He was like, hey. <laughs> and um, that picture, if you Google me, oh, really? still comes up. Oh, and wow. it was on the cover of the L.A. Times. That's I saw awesome. That picture. You seen that picture? Yep, it looked like I was having a lot of fun, right? Yes, too. That's amazing. That's but I never had any experiences like him that. Him and China were top quality people. I really my expectation for them was really low. Yeah. And meeting them, um, total new respect. Total new respect. But I've you know, that's my extent. I've been to a wrestling match at the old Amway Arena. Yeah. And I could not believe how people get into it. I mean, <laughs> get into it is just like a minimal of saying get into it. <laughs> yeah. But I never would have thought that I'd become a fan. But you know what? They had this thing start called Total Divas, and oh. I'm hooked. Well, I'm, I'm glad I'm you like that show. Well, the great thing is, though, I mean, wrestling has really evolved to incorporate the female demographic as well as the young kids again. You know, I mean, Phil and I can remember back in the 80s, back when they had larger-than-life figures like Hulk Hogan. Yeah, Andre the, the Giant. Week, Andre the Giant. Ultimate I met Warrior. Andre the Giant at the movies. Did you understand anything he said? No, he was huge. <laughs> and then his girl was petite. She was shorter than me. So oh, that's wow. what's crazy. Wow. And he probably had about two cases of beer with him. Yeah, probably. Probably drank them before he, he got out of the car. He was watching Titanic. <laughs> For real. Because I was going to the next show after, and he was coming out. We were there early, and there he was. So all right. So this year, WrestleMania play button i don't know why they got rid of the numbers maybe it's they, just an aesthetic they didn't thing. want it because it's getting old i mean it's 31 yes but i mean they didn't they is that how old it is wrestlemania is 31 yeah 31 is older than both y'all no you're not 31 you're older i'm older how old are you 32 <laughs> i'm sure at one year old you weren't like the inception of the wwe <laughs> no but i was also i was like ooh. I remember I started watching when I was three. I remember uh, The Undertaker. Yeah. Uh, Survivor Me too. Series. But uh, WrestleMania 31, they dropped the Roman numerals. They dropped the numbers. I, I find that kind of difficult because later on, you know, in the years to come, how are they going to refer to the WrestleManias? Hey, do you, do you remember WrestleMania play button? Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you remember WhestleMania in, in San Francisco? Where are they? San Jose? You know, so I, I still San feel Jose. like that's, gonna, that's kind of weird there. But um, let's go ahead and get to the predictions. So uh, it's got a stat card. Um, a lot of things are going to be, I don't know the order of the actual uh, event, but let's start off with the, the kickoff. Um, okay. The kickoff will be on the WWE Network, which is only nine ninety nine a yes. month. So actually the whole WrestleMania is technically $10. Normally every other year it's 70, 70. if you buy it on pay-per-view, which is tremendous value, but you don't know if, if, you, if you're exchanging quality for that value so that's a lot of a lot of people are kind of questioning and uh with the first match of the kickoff that we have the um you have the tag team match the fatal four-way tag team match you have the the usos the um new day los matadors and you have um tyson kidd and cesaro now tyson kidd and cesaro they've actually been on the roll they are the tag team champions you know they defeated the usos and then, for some reason, they just decided to throw in the Los Matadors. And I feel bad for a new day. I don't feel like <laughs> anybody is connecting with them. Now, Myra, I don't even think you even know who a new day is. Okay, they're, they just put a bunch of black dudes together in a group and made them clap, like gospel clap. 
Mm. <laughs> they, they didn't really give them any other direction. They said, just go dance. And uh, they've, they're kind of getting lost in the shuffle. I was hoping Big E would be this huge superstar, you know, monster healer of babyface because he's got all the tools. Yes, he does. Uh, his, you know, his uh, mic skills really aren't that there. But I, I was hoping before they switched to a new day when they were kind of tweening as like a heel group, I was kind of hoping that they would uh, not rekindle the nation of domination because that's been talked about a million mm, different times. That's but, another time. But uh, – you know, have that kind of presence to where, because Xavier Woods, he's great on the mic. Oh my gosh, yeah. You know, and, he, and he's getting his doctorate. You know, I remember I was talking on a lot of the forums, and uh, they just, if they would have just called him Dr. Woods and then have him speak for Kofi and Big E, that'd be great. But creative decided to, let's say, hey, we don't have anything for you, just clap and dance. <laughs> exactly. That's I mean, too bad. It is. That's too bad, because it would have been nice to see a little bit more story behind that. Well, I mean, there's really no, I mean, story behind. There this. literally isn't at all. It's like let's throw the tag teams together and hmm, heads or tails, we're gonna have who wins. It's now, do you guys think it's because they didn't expect to do it? I mean, because come on, this organization is very well planned out, and I've only learned more because of the behind the scenes on Total Divas. How uh, they everything is intricately planned. Why do you think this happened? Well, honestly, there's so many writers. They have a huge writing staff. Before, it was just Vince, Pat Patterson, and Briscoe. Briscoe, three people. But they have a staff of about 26 to 30 writers. And they all butt heads. I feel like they're writing for each each superstar. But I feel like sometimes they, they're very impulsive. I'm a very impulsive person. So sometimes they may not be thinking in the long run. They're just thinking, all right, let's see where we can put butts and seats for this person. Or we don't have anything for these group of people. So let's just make a tag team. <laughs> and also to make it a, like so they have a f- enough space to fill, you know, time because you know they have, they have to shoot a three-hour show every Monday, right. and that's a lot of writing to do. So let's fill time by having a match of a tag team. And you know, in the defense of the Usos, they're a great tag team, a phenomenal tag team. I mean, they have all the skills. They're brothers. Do you remember Rikishi? Mm-hmm. The guy with a really big butt, yeah. he would stick his butt in people's faces. The Usos are his sons. They're, oh, okay. they're identical twins. You've seen them on Total Divas. One was uh, married to Naomi. Yeah, I, I know who yeah. they exactly they are. John I've seen and, them. John and Jimmy. I think they're the, Jimmy and Jay. Well, the real yeah, name. Yeah, One John. of them is John. Uh, but yeah, the, the Uso brothers, they're, they were tag team champions. They've been a tag team champions for a while. Um, they, and they lost the tag team championships to, I guess they're calling themselves the Brass Ring Club, which is Tyson Kidd. And Cesaro, that was another team that they kind of just didn't know what they were doing and put those two guys together. But they're good. But together. they're very, very, very good athletes. Uh, Cesaro, was suppo- Cesaro was supposed to go on this great run, but it seemed like they, they do this up and down pushes. So he got kind of lost in the shuffle. And Tyson Kidd has been around for a long time, and he was never really ascended past anything. But he got rejuvenated back in NXT. Yes, he did. So, so they're hoping to do that with a lot of other people they don't have anything to do with. <laughs> well, I think the great thing is it's like, you know, unfortunately, look at Jimmy and Jay Uso. I think it's Jay has his shoulders hurt right now. Yeah. So, you know, the, that's one reason why I think they're doing the well, four team. Four team. So he can rest. So he can rest so he doesn't have to work as hard. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's going to come down to the Usos and Tyson Kidd and Cesaro. I don't think the Matadors are going to have that much to do with it and I think with um, New Day New Day I think that you might see a spot from Kofi Kingston like doing a handstand flipping <laughs> over uh, Big E or something yeah, like that something, something, crazy. something crazy but other than that it's not going to be spot crazy oh your mic went out Uh-oh. let's try it keep, keep talking we're good yeah because I mean I think that what's going to happen is that it's going to be a spot fest for about five minutes, and then it's going to be a quick random t- hot tag to J- you say Jay Uso was the one injured. Yeah, hot tag super kick. He'll they'll probably miss the Uso splash, and Tyson Kidd and Cesaro will probably take advantage of that. I say Tyson Kidd and Cesaro are going to walk away still champions. I don't think they're going to lose the the championship just yet. Besides, there really isn't that many teams to even uh, contend. I don't even know what happened to the Ascension. I don't know. Triple H was the one that was um, behind it at first. He was very high on getting tag teams back. And then, you know, what happened to the Ascension? Victor and Connor. Yeah, I don't know. They literally disappeared. I think they're in the Honor the Giant Battle Royal. That's right. Now, Meyer, you said you actually had a chance to meet 
Andre the Giant. And what the WWE is doing every year now, I guess, at WrestleMania, they're having a big uh, battle royal with a lot of the superstars. And it's different from the Royal Rumble is that they're all going to be in the ring at the same time. Hmm. And last year, uh, the person who won was Cesaro, who was in the, who's in the tag match, the one before that. Uh, nothing happened with his character. He, he They paired him with Paul Heyman. And he was supposed to get pushed to the moon, and then nothing happened. So hopefully whoever wins this Battle Royal this year will actually get a push they deserve because the people in the Battle Royal don't really seem, um, let's say, they don't really seem very high on the card. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this match will be on the kickoff. So this is free. Everybody can watch this. They can go to WWE.com and watch it on the website. Now, when you guys talk about the top level, is this the one? What I, I know they're just saying a lot of things like Lesnar and Reigns. Yes. that's yes. Is that the top one? Yeah, that's top, top level. Top John Cena. John Cena. That's Cena and Randy Rus- Rusey? Rusev. Rusev. Yeah. And uh, Triple H and Sting. Yes. yes. And they're saying Triple H has got it. This is going to be Triple H's. We'll talk about that in a little we'll, bit. We'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. But uh, on the kickoff, Andre John Battle Royal Battle Royal. I don't have every participant in the, the Battle Royal, but I think it's twenty guys. Uh, we did mention the Ascension will be in it. Um, probably, probably the New Day too. Zack Ryder's Zach in Ryder, it. Zack Ryder, the Miz, Miz Dow. Um, I can't even think about it. Isn't Kane? <laughs> Whoever's not on a match, <laughs> whoever doesn't have a match, will most likely be in the Andre the Giant Battle Battle Royal. Now. My prediction for this, the only way I could see this actually being um, beneficial is Damian Mizdow. Because the feud with him and Miz has been brewing. And uh, the you know the Miz is, right, Meyer? Mm-hmm. Well, the Damian Mizdow is uh, his personal assistant, which is uh, kind of like a copy, carbon copy of him. He was a stunt double. But uh, they're kind of a comedy sketch together. And their feud has been going around for since maybe January, since uh, Damian Mizdow has been getting... Um, more aware of his abuse. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I honestly believe I, that's the only way I can really see helping. Anybody else who wins this battle royal, I don't see any, any, any direction going from there. So I, I think Miz Dow will win and then have the Miz claim that he won and just have, you know, say Damian Sandow just give him the trophy. That's the only thing that I see happening. I can't see, I don't see Sheamus coming back, I, I don't, especially on the kickoff. Oh, God, no. That would. I don't see I don't see Big Show or um, Big Show Kane winning. Old name. Yeah, the Big Show he should have won last year, especially yes, he, if it's uh, well considering that <laughs> how they did it. You know, Andre the Giant Battle yeah. Royale. But remember, back in WCW, Andre the Giant. Oh my God, I'm sorry. Big Show was Paul White. Yeah, and when he was Paul, when he was coming out, he was saying that he was his son, his son, <laughs> and that he had his shirt to give to. <laughs> Hogan. I remember that. I remember that back in 95. <laughs> yes, right before Bash. <laughs> oh, Lord. But uh, I, I see Damian Mizdow or The Miz winning. Um, pretty much it. I don't think you, Titus O'Neil, uh, Darren Young, The Ascension. Um, Sheamus is definitely I – don't, I don't see Sheamus coming in on that. Um, who else would even be in the in the Battle Royal? You say Kane Big Show. Um Zack Ryder. I mean, Zach really, Ryder. no one, no big names. So, do you see anybody else winning other than Damian Mizdow? Or Miz? I'd love to see Damian Mizdow win it. The Miz say, "Okay, give me the trophy," and him hit it over the head with of him, <laughs> and, and then just walk out. Oh Lord, yeah, that's that's what I see. But that's the kickoff. So the kickoff starts at five o'clock, not at seven o'clock, because the actual event is starting at seven o'clock. Yes. So we have a technically a six hour <laughs> WrestleMania. <laughs> that's a lot for ten dollars. <laughs> And two, and two of the hours are free. Exactly. So if you don't have the WWE Network and you're listening to this podcast right now, I don't know, and you like wrestling, I don't know what you... You'd have to wait till Monday, right? Well, no. You'll never no. see it unless you order it off the, off the network. I just mean the recap. Oh, the recap? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But people want to be in the moment. They want to see what happens as it happens. You know, if you, if you miss it and don't know till Monday, then you're already out of the loop. Now... <laughs> My question for you is this. Do you know if there's other places, like we met a couple months ago, Winghouse had started showing the pay-per-views again. Are they, do you know anywhere that is? If there's know, anybody that's that is? a good question. Uh, you know, when the WWE Network first was released, I remember hearing that the WWE was charging these corporations extra money to show these events because they're showing them on multiple on TVs. On multiple TVs, exactly. So I don't know what happened with that, but um, I don't see why not. Because, I mean, technically, you can still share the password with whoever. <laughs> and they can they still... actually have a way of tracking that. 
Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, yeah. they'll know, like, the TVs that play. Uh-huh. And then they can zero in on the location and what the expected audience of that location is. So I wonder if they did the, the charge so about that. There, I, I believe there is a premium fee for business locations. Okay. See, I didn't know anything about that. So thanks that, for letting me know. That would be know. smart. But that makes sense, you know. And, um, and I've heard this before because we used to hang out at a place downtown. Harry Buffalo's. Harry Buffalo's. And they no long, They just didn't feel like it was worth the excessive cost okay. to do it. So that's why they kind of, you know, fell back. It was way more. I mean, they were already paying quite hefty just for a Sunday, you know, pay-per-view anyways because they were a business as yeah. opposed to in your house. And they do monitor that. They do know where it's playing. And they said with the new, the new WWE format, it was just way to, I mean, they'd have to have a full house and sell it the whole bar to make up for it. Yeah, I, I agree. So I, I wonder how much they're actually charging these companies. It's got to be a lot. I think Winghouse is so invested as being a place in town that does it that I think they just kind of bite it just for choice. the loyalty, mm-hmm. the loyalty factor. Well, that and also you have ladies that are in short shorts, so that, that doesn't hurt the business at all. I don't think wrestling fans care. <laughs> <laughs> no. I actually have to agree with you on that one. Yeah. Let's take a quick break because I got a cough <laughs> really loud. <laughs> Hold on one sec. The Kevin Sutton Show is brought to you by the Umansky Law Firm, where they believe everyone deserves a second chance. Handling DUI, juvenile justice, personal criminal charges, car accidents, and personal injury. Go to thelawman.net. And tell them the Kevin Sutton Show sent you. That is the Umansky Law Firm. All right. We are back. Sorry about that. I was choking to death on uh, hair in my throat. <laughs> but that was actually the kickoff. So we have a lot more for the main uh, card. But, Myra, you actually had uh, a couple of trivia questions for, for me and Krispy Kreme Chris to see. Uh... I did, Dr. Phil. All right. So there are pretty much, you know, there, every type of celebrity has gone on WWE at some point in their career. I think that celebrities actually look forward to the call to be invited in. Absolutely. But they have summed it up to the top eight celebrities that have ever shared um, a wrestling ring. And who do you guys think is the number one person who would top that list? I think you already said it. Donald Trump. You think he's number one? Where are you at? (sighs) I mean, we could probably name them all. So you say Donald Trump, Floyd Mayweather, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, Cindy Lauper, Cindy Lauper, Muhammad Ali, Mr. T, Mr. T, Hall of Famer. Are these all on the list? No. For real? Are, are these modern only, celebrities or no major celebrities? And there's only one so far you have named that is on that. It's got to be Floyd Mayweather. Are you guys, you guys done? Uh, let's see who. Um, what's his name? The singer. Um, Diddy did it in 29. No, no, no. I'm talking to old school. WrestleMania 3. Liberace? Liberace was on there. <laughs> um, hey, we're naming all these people that have been in the room. <laughs> um, Drew Carey. <laughs> Drew Carey. He's been there and there a couple times. Pete Rose. Um, all right, Mario, we give up. Give up. All right, so number eight of those top eight celebrities, Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers? Yes, Joan was. Rivers. Man. Yes. Rest in peace. Number seven, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, my gosh. I forgot all about that. That little nugget. (laughs) Yeah, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. (laughs) Number three, Alex Trebek. Yes, Trebek was a backstage for a while. That's a wheel, not Wheel of Fortune, but Jeopardy. Jeopardy. The next one, Kim Kardashian. When was she there? WrestleMania 28, I think. Wow. All right. The next one. Pee Wee Herman. You guys remember that? He did that with The Rock. Yeah. The Rock was big back then. Oh, Pee Wee Herman. And then we're going to go into the top three. All right. Number three, Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Okay. That that was definitely. He made multiple WrestleMania appearances. Number two. And these are ratings. Okay. Snooki. Oh, oh, she yes. had a match. She had a match. She had a match. And she was actually good. She did that spring uh, cartwheel spring. I was like, what? The number one celebrity. Would be Snoop Dogg. Ah, uh, okay. So now you guys hear it, you're just kind of like, okay, yeah, yeah. You guys had very good, valid, you know, folks. I Donald mean, Trump, everybody remembers. Well, everyone remembers Trump because of the 
billionaire versus billionaire match. The hair versus hair match, yeah. And, <laughs> and he and he kind of sponsored WrestleMania Four at the Trump Plaza. So I mean, he's go. been around. Yeah. But all right, so let's get on to the main card. And I don't know the actual order of the event, but my guess is that they're probably going to start the event with the Intercontinental Title Ladder Match. You think so? All right. So you said uh, you think that the Intercontinental Title Ladder Match is going to be the the start of WrestleMania play, bud. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be the start of play because you know you want to start the crowd off hot and have them buzzing about, wow, this was an awesome match. Yep. The problem I have with it is it's probably going to last maybe 20, 25 minutes. You know, you're going to might have a couple of nice spots by Daniel Bryan, but other than that, it's going to be a typical run-of-the-mill mumble-jumble, everyone go everywhere, try <laughs> to find a ladder, try to find a chair, what have you match. Well, okay, so the participants in the ladder match, I'm going to run these by you, Myra. Tell me if you recognize anybody, okay? All right. We have Bad News Barrett, which is a champion. He he has been on Total Divas. He dated um, what's the, the black Alicia girl. Fox. Yeah. Bad, News, Bad News Barrett. He's yeah. an older guy, isn't he? He's in his mid-30s. Yeah, okay. You have uh, Dolph Ziggler, uh, Dean Ambrose, Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. S- Stardust. And Luke Stardust. Harper, Luke Harper and R-Truth. Daniel Bryant, isn't he the one married to Bree. Nikki? Bree. 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 Yes. All right. So you have those seven participants in the ladder match. And, you know, I feel like this is kind of the same situation with the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. These aren't really jobbers, but these are uh, – we don't know what to do with the guys. So let's just put them together in a match. And let's throw a ladder in there because we don't have the money in the bank at WrestleMania anymore. So this is for the Intercontinental title. Uh, the Intercontinental title has been around for 40 years. Uh, Pat Patterson was the first uh, Intercontinental champion. So the, the Intercontinental title should have a lot of prestige, but it doesn't anymore, along with the U.S. title. I don't know what the WWE is doing with these uh, two titles, but I have a theory. I have a theory. And um, in the title match, I believe that Daniel Bryan will probably go out on top because he, he headlined WrestleMania 30. So he beat Triple H, and he beat Randy Orton and Batista at WrestleMania 30 last year. So what a fall from grace to be in the Intercontinental title ladder match. So I, I hope I hope that he's going to be the winner. Not too sure, but I want to hear you guys' opinions on that. I wholeheartedly agree with that. I mean, just ask The Miz, you know, fall from grace of being in world the title champion, world yeah. champion to being a jobber the next year. And, you know, the – with the ladder match, you know, there's going to be, you know, I think Dean Ambrose is going to be the one that carries that match. He has the is the youngest, has the most potential to do something crazy a la Jeff Hardy. Oh, yeah. But in the end, it's going to be Daniel Bryan that's going to probably take it. You know, WWE's still worried about his neck, his neck and his elbow. Though, yeah. Because the surgery he did is the same type of surgery that they did for Kurt Angle years ago. You know, little surgeries, little surgeries just to prolong his career. Yep. But now look at Kurt Angle. He, If you see him walking around, he's not walking around. He's in a wheelchair. Wow. Do you think that he's looking at that kind of future? If he continues and he doesn't get it taken care of correctly, yeah. Well, it seems like he took a long time off. To it took really... him nine months. That's that's extensive in that industry. Yeah, he wasn't actually gaining the strength back in his arm, which is a lot of the problems that that surgery uh, right creates. But I guess you know they're training. They're these these guys are superior athletes. So I mean, if they do get an injury, they do recover a lot faster than I would or you yeah, would. Yeah, just because their their bodies are used to. Now I have a, I have a question, Chris, about uh, Bad News Barrett. If you watch SmackDown and Raw the past. Two months. The dude hasn't won a match. No, he hasn't. <laughs> he's lost, and he's a champion. This guy's a champion. He's losing every match. Clean, clean, exactly. It's not like a dusty finish. Yeah. So, where do they go from there? He, I, you know, I either say it's either going to be Daniel Bryan or it has to be Bad News Barrett because he's going to get buried if he doesn't win. He's already buried himself, so the legitimacy of the title is gone. I think if he retains the title, it might help him, but he's got to start winning matches. Daniel Bryan, if he wins it, I think that's great for the title. Uh, hopefully that they do it in the right direction. The same thing with the U.S. title. I think that uh, it could be a good future, which will bring us to our next match, which would be uh, it's one of the main events. 
which would be John Cena and Rusev. Well, I think that's going to be definitely later on. I think the next match would actually probably be Randy Orton or Seth, Seth Rollins. Or that or the Divas. If there's a Diva match, you know they always like to throw in a Divas Battle well, don't Royal. Don't they have a Divas tag team match They do have a Divas night? tag match, yeah. And it's Paige and... Paige and AJ, AJ. versus the Bella Twins. Wow. So you want to tell us about that? <laughs> what you see on Total you Divas? Know, I mean, for my... The way that the season finale left on Total Divas, it made it seem like the Bella Twins were walking away from wrestling. Okay. They weren't going to sign their new three-year contract. You know, Brie wants to go into uh, movies and, and things like that. And they even said she auditioned for E! For E! And, um, you know, and different other shows. And Nikki wants to have babies. Maybe all the way around. N- Nikki's Nikki, the one with John Cena. John Cena, okay. So Brie's the one that wants to have babies. She wants to settle down. She wants to settle down. And uh, apparently... Her and Brian are not doing anything to make sure that that doesn't happen. Oh, so they're just... They, they, they opened up about that. Yeah, they have the uh, a method that they go by to prevent pregnancy. <laughs> but nothing... nothing that doesn't work. I'm telling you firsthand, that doesn't work. But <laughs> Absence is the only Nikki way. seems like she wants to go into the entertainment industry. They like her look. And Cena seems to be encouraging her to do it. I remember his quote, I want you to say, I tried... Then I never tried at all. Okay. And that's what he talked about as her future. So the way that that season finale left was they were walking away. They were the Bella twins were not re-signing. I brought this up on the Kevin Sutton show during the week. I don't know why it has to be that extreme. You know, they said three-year contract. That's what's required. I don't see why they wouldn't bring him on for another year, you know, or two years. I think there was a lot of dun-dun-dun. You know, that could play into the part that, you know, it's a TV show. So who knows their actual legitimate contracts that they write down but they have not signed they have not re-signed yet so no. we don't we actually won't know until monday monday's it but i gotta tell you and this is from a female perspective as i've watched total divas and now i'm hooked i watch every week i don't like Paige. i don't like her look i don't <laughs> i don't consider her a diva she's I, the youngest she's, she's the, the youngest she's very naive she's very in your face i don't see anything diva about her um, I see some of these other young girls very immature and premature to be in the spotlight. And I got to tell you, the Bella Twins have something that just amazes. You like their storyline. You like their look. You want to be for them. And I would say out of all, and then there's Natty, who I consider is like the mom. She, the I think Divas. she is the oldest, even though she's she only is. maybe 34. <laughs> she is, but she has a lot of issues going on between her and TJ. And she's Canadian. You know. <laughs> So, so me, honestly, and Rosa, Rosa just needs good therapy. <laughs> so I got to tell you, if the Bella sisters walk away, the allure of divas is going to lose a lot. Because honestly, in my opinion, they've got a lot of diva work they need to do with these girls on hand, the ones that are coming up, and those girls don't have it. The only one that I would say that I am a little bit more impressed with the knot is the redhead, and I can't remember her name. Eva. 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 I Eva do Marie. like Eva. I think Eva's Eva's a diva and working. Very. She's probably after the Bella Twins. I would say Eva's next. But the Paige girl, mm. <laughs> Paige girl has not hit me well. Paige, I mean, her mom is Was a wrestler. Is, is still a wrestler in yeah. England, and yeah. she's actually going to be there for WrestleMania. So I think that you might see her come out with her mom. Oh, that'd be cool. That cool. would be really cool. Well, the actual match, um, you know, the, the storyline behind this match is that uh, there was a Twitter, little Twitter beef between uh, AJ and Stephanie, uh, Stephanie McMahon. Mm-hmm. Uh, AJ Lee was saying that the Divas don't get – because, you know, did you watch the Oscars? No. Okay, well, Patricia Arquette, she won for uh, Best Actress, and she was saying how the women – the equality for women is not Correct. equal. And so Paige kind of – not Paige, uh, AJ, she uh, kind of uh, expounded on that, saying that, hey – uh, Stephanie McMahon's praising Patricia Arquette in this interview, and but look the, the women look how she treats our women here. We know we don't get paid as much as the men. Our merchandise sales are just as high as the men's, and we we barely get TV time, if not higher. Yeah, so how the come, girls are higher? So how come how come you're you're saying equality for women when we don't have that? So th- there was a hashtag created: Give Divas a chance. Well, if I can, it goes all the way back to the NBA and the WNBA. <laughs> okay, I, but I remember the Not NBA anymore. has private jets. The WNBA, they fly coach. These diva girls, John Cena has this macked out motor coach, and the girls are in a tight Toyota Corolla 
rental car from city to city catching up. There is a severe, I mean, we're not even talking about, oh, just the guys get paid more. There's living conditions. There's handling conditions. The fact that you can probably walk past a diva anywhere in town, too, because that's just how it is. I do find the disparity. But I got to tell you, on the other hand, I want to see these divas step up a little bit more. Like I said, there's got to be that Bella quality in all the girls if you're going to be a diva. And I don't see it. I don't know. What do you guys think? Am I, am I being too critical or too harsh? No, but I do think you need to watch NXT. Yes, I um, agree. Because the, so the, the problem that you presented is true. The Divas on the main roster um, don't really – they're not really that quality because uh, you did uh, – was it you who said about the Divas every three years? Yes. That was you. It, it's true. What, what was he, said? He said over, over the phone uh, – go ahead. Over, um, the Divas, they signed th- – they – really don't last that long you know look at trish stratus you have lita you know you have all these divas that were in the 90s china even you know she they didn't last long that's why they want them to sign a three-year contract because they want them around but like phil was saying you should watch nxt because the girls coming up have the what they like to call the trish factor they're phenomenal athletes they're, they actually main event the the programs Hmm. They are amazing. I mean, you have Sasha Banks, you have Charlotte Flair, Ric Flair's daughter, Ric Flair's daughter, mm-hmm. who is really good, who has a lot of potential. Yep. I mean, you, it just escalates from there. You know, that's why you see Eva Marie doing pretty good because she actually has been training with NXT and getting that time. Yep. And one of the girls actually left the tag team and went back to NXT, which is the younger African American girl who's in, who just was. "Quote unquote, get engaged." Um, I can't remember her name I, right off. Not Naomi. You're talking about um, the other one, Cameron. Cameron. Yeah. Yeah. The one who's got the pretty um, rich boyfriend. I also want to say though, um, there's a lot of pressure on these girls. There have been a couple things that have dropped about them feeling overweight, the excessive working out, not eating, and it's funny because when you sit back and as a female, okay, you hear these little comments when. Eve was really feeling insecure about feeling overweight and feeling like she needed to lose 20 pounds. And this girl is a stick. Yeah. (laughs) And these girls, when they eat on the show, it's rare. It's more of a glass of wine and drinks than it is food. (laughs) And, um, and it's to me, as I step back and look at this, it, it, it really startles me because how many girls are out there looking up at these girls? A lot. You know, role models. Uh, Absolutely. And I mean, even I'm watching and, um, I don't know. I just, I would like to see some more sens- you know, sensitivity to that. Ari- Ariane. Is it Ariane? That's her, that's her real name. Okay. Yeah. That's the one that she went back to NXT for training. Yeah. Well, okay. Let me ask you this, Myra. From a parent's point of view, parent to parent, you know, you have a daughter. You know, what does she think of the Total Divas? Like, how does she perceive those ladies? Does she perceive them as role models? Or does she know what Brie Mode is? <laughs> I actually, my daughter's 11. And I don't let her watch Total Divas. Um, I don't think it's appropriate. The conversations are a bit excessive. And just because they do a beep doesn't mean we don't know that there's cussing underneath. Yeah. And like I said, a lot of the beeps, you know, you rarely see Nikki and Brie have beeps. You see it from all the other girls. Page, 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 page. You know? <laughs> so. And, page is a and, beep. And there's conversations that I'm not ready to have about <laughs> boobs, excessive skinniness. Boobs. Um, girls kissing girls. Um, you know, as Paige, as Paige said it, she's using men for yeah. intimacy. I mean, uh, well, I'd like to see it classier. Well, who do you see winning the match? Do you see the Bella Twins winning or do you see Bella AJ twins Lee all and the Paige? Way. You say Bella Twins, what Bella do you say? Twins. Bella Twins. I say AJ Lee and Paige. No way, too young. Too young? <laughs> too well, mature. If they win it, it's going to be amazing if you, because if you saw Raw, how they had the cat fight. Yeah. See, that might come into play, too. They might end up getting distracted with each other and then fighting, and then the Bells could take advantage of that. But I'm, I'm going to say AJ Lee and Paige just to counter you guys. But let's move on. Um, let's go ahead and go with the Randy Orton versus Seth Rollins. I, I feel like this feud uh, started off red, red hot, and then just WWE took a horrendous turn in booking. And uh, what, well, what happened, Myra? Um, Seth Rollins and Randy Orton, they were uh, in the part of the stable, the authority, with Triple H and Stephanie. Um, Seth Rollins turned on Randy Orton and curb stomped his head into a cinder block. 
Randy oh. Orton was gone for four months. Wow. Randy Orton comes back um, red hot and starts chasing Seth Rollins at the pay-per-view. The next day on Raw, well, what happens is Randy Orton comes back and the authority sees him and says, hey, come back to us. Come back, Randy. Come, come back we home. Love we love you. Everything's okay. And Randy Orton's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, this is exactly what happens. And, uh, I mean, you kind of know what's, what's going to happen, but I feel like they didn't need to do that. We all knew Randy Orton would eventually get his revenge on Seth Rollins, and that happened a few weeks later. But for some reason, they decided to, to kill the momentum that Randy Orton had. And so, so now they have their match at WrestleMania, Randy Orton versus Seth Rollins. So, Chris, who do you think is going to take that match and why? I think it's actually going to be Rollins is going to take the match because he's younger and it's more uh, it's his it's his moment. Randy's right. had his moments at WrestleMania already. I mean, it's the old um, part, um, the old fart, quote unquote, <laughs> against the the new breed. Because I mean, they even said it, you know, in one of their videos. You know, the Triple H had talked about when he was with um, Legacy. Yeah, you know, he was he was the Randy Orton was the chosen one, and now there's a new chosen one, Seth Rollins. Now, so, do you so you, do you see Rollins winning clean? Yes, I think that J and J Security, also known as Patterson <laughs> and Briscoe, going yeah part two. They're them being banned from ringside, them being from the ref. I don't think that you're gonna have any outside interference. I think Rollins is gonna win it, and then later on he's gonna end up having to cash in his money in the bank. Now, I think I think uh, Rollins is has to win. Because if he loses, then it would be kind of stupid if he tries to cash in and then loses again. Exactly. You know, so I believe Rollins has to win that match. Randy Orton can afford. Randy Orton can afford to lose at WrestleMania. He's fine. He he won't lose any heat by losing to Seth Rollins. No. I think that'll be fine. But I think that that has potentially to be match tonight. Seth Rollins is amazing. He's an yes, amazing he is. guy. I think he uh, will win that match. Um, I don't think it'll be clean though. I don't think it'll okay. be clean. I think. Uh, Hopefully it won't be a distraction roll-up or, <laughs> or something. But I think that the Money in the Bank briefcase will be involved. I think you might curb stomp Randy Orton on the Money in the Bank briefcase. Myra? I agree. <laughs> <laughs> you know who Randy Orton is, though. Yes. Okay. I don't think you knew who Seth Rollins is because he's kind of kind I've of heard weird. of Seth Rollins, but I, I can't say I follow him enough. Okay. Okay. Well, the, you know, you got to understand the, the girls. It's so funny. After watching some snippets in WD, there's actually a lot more girls. Yes. In wrestling, but they only actually talk about eight of them. Yep. On Divas. But there have been moments where they have actually shown other women. And the woman who who Nikki took the t- uh, title from was not, e- she's not even on Divas. And her name is uh, the tag team. AJ. Girls. Yeah. AJ, yeah. Because I remember the last match when Nikki took it, she was sitting on the sidelines with the belt, you know, on her shoulder, kind of bragging. Yep. And there had been a teaser prior to that match anyways, you know. So, you know, there's – but, you know, you, you, you come across a lot of these wrestlers slowly but surely. Well, interesting tidbit, though. Think about it this way. Seth Rollins, a few weeks ago, his Twitter account had gotten hacked. Oh, yeah. And one of the girls from NXT, he, re- he quote-unquote, released pictures of her in some precarious positions. And so Seth Rollins – girlfriend yeah found out found out he was cheating on her and so she decided to send some some precarious pictures of him it's Uh, never the same it's always worse on women i'm surprised the WWE swept this on the rug very quickly yes they Mm -hmm. did he didn't have any consequences at all so i mean he said he wasn't him said his his ex-girlfriend well there was no way it could have been him because he he was on tv when it was released if i can interject here it's always funny because kevin sutton will interject and say well it's the John Cena wrestling moment. It's the blah, blah, blah wrestling moment. <laughs> and, you know, you guys know there's these levels of power of men and where they sit in the WWE where they get away with lots oh, of things. Oh, they'll definitely get away with more. And then oh, yeah. other things where they'll drop someone in a moment. Even if the same so thing. It's, so it's so unpredictable. It's so who's in right now, who's it right now. Yep. And, and yep, yep. Kevin still contends that, the Bella Twins, particularly Nikki, has got a lot of leeway of the way she's tangling that contract. Because she's with she's John, John Cena. Cena. Oh, oh and, absolutely. Yeah. And John Cena is 
John Cena is the guy. Right now. Yeah. Right now. That, it's the John Cena era. You know, it was a, you know Steve Austin era. It was the Rock era. It was a Triple H era, even though that one's still an era. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, so we're actually going, going to move forward here. The last four matches. This is, this is the, the main, main card here. So um, we have John Cena and Rusev, um, Bray Wyatt and Undertaker, Sting and Triple H, and the world title match. With Roman Reigns, I don't know the order on how they're going to do this because this could mean a lot. Yeah, it could. right here. So I'm going to say the next match on the card probably will be John Cena and Rusev. I agree for the U.S. title. And you you know who Rusev is, mm-hmm. right? You see, and I definitely know who John Cena. He's is. the big the big Russian guy, the unstoppable force. Rusev. And uh, you have John Cena. I feel this could be a good thing. Um, I do think Rusev will drop the title to John Cena just because I don't see John Cena losing at WrestleMania. For the, intercom- for the U.S. title, unless it's not clean. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that... Who knows what those writers have in mind? Right. Well, I mean, they've been trying to bring back legitimacy to the U.S. title. Yes. And the only way you can do that is have a top a main guy win. Yeah. win. Have a main guy win. John Cena. So hopefully, you know, what, you know, what you were t- we were talking about earlier with the Intercontinental title, if Daniel Bryan does win that match and is the Intercontinental title, with, and John Cena wins... U.S. title. Hopefully, they can have ha, maybe not have a feud, but run. Uh, you know, if Brock Lesnar retains, we'll talk about later. And you know, he's still part time, so they have these titles that will mean something to them that they can main event pay per views for. Exactly. Look, I mean, back in the day when you had Macho Man, Macho Man, Shawn Michaels, you yeah, had Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate. They were running pay per views with the Intercontinental titles. So while Hogan was going and doing Thunder Beach, <laughs> or uh, hey, I was on that show. Wait, what? I was on Thunder Beach. For real? I was an extra. Oh, gosh. Back in my acting days. Where's Lana? Where'd she go? She is filming a um, She was filming a movie. That is the dumbest decision ever, especially WrestleMania time. Well, she comes back. She is going to be um, the seamstress. Actually, I follow her on Twitter. Okay. Um, had said that she's been making a costume for Lana. A costume? She, make, she wears the same thing every day. Well, Lana, <laughs> well, believe it or not, Lana and Rusev are an actual couple, too. Okay. Which is scary. A real couple? An actual couple that, yeah. I'm jealous. (laughs) But uh, John Cena and Rusev, uh, they had a match last month at Fastlane, and Rusev won. But they say it was clean, but he didn't tap out. It was a referee stoppage, but they still say it was a submission. So that's why I believe that John Cena will win and win the title just because, you know, know, like you said earlier, they they definitely want to bring back some prestige. With the U.S. title and Intercontinental title. So I believe John Cena will win. I, I think this match might get cut short depending on the the order it, that it is on the card. Because I believe the next match will probably be Bray Wyatt versus The Undertaker. So I, I think they want to give that match as A much good time, time. Because just think the interests will probably take 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's just Undertaker. Yeah, so you have, you have Bray Wyatt versus... Have you, do you know who Bray Wyatt is? I've heard the name. Okay, Cape Fear. Mm-mm. Yes, yes, I have. He's okay. Robert De Niro and Kate Fear. That's who With Bray the, Wyatt is. <laughs> gotcha. And he is the son of who? He's the son, son of, of IRS. Uh, <laughs> IRS is Mike uh, Rotundo. He was a wrestler in the early '90s. He wore a suit. He hung around with uh, Ted DiBiase, the okay. Million Dollar Man. Mm-hmm. Um, Bray Wyatt is a hell of a talker yes. and a hell of a competitor. He is a f- phenomenal. He's a big guy. He's my size, and he can move around like he's. Bam Bam Bigelow. A young guy, like a little guy. That's awesome. Um, the Undertaker just turned 50 two days ago, or th- three days ago. He ha- we haven't seen him since he lost his streak at last year's WrestleMania against Brock Lesnar. Mm. So the Undertaker is 21 and, and one. 1. Do you see him losing two WrestleManias in a row? No. So you- I, I don't see him losing two WrestleManias in a row. I, only because next year, he has to win this year if there's going to be that fantasy match of Sting versus Undertaker next year in Texas. I honestly don't think that will ever happen. They've been talking about I it. I don't think it will happen because I don't think they want either guy to lose. Yeah, that. I mean, <laughs> how could you have either guy lose? I mean, it, you'd have to have a so I, double I, count out. Honestly, I think Undertaker might lose this match. I think he might lose two WrestleManias. He might appear back on Raw and you know they'll have something. And then maybe Sting will, will, will talk... You know, talking to him and say, hey, because it's going to be in Dallas. 
They, they have to induct him next year if, if, if he's done. Yeah. So he would have to win, or it could be a double countout or something if they were going to do it. But I think Bray Wyatt has to take this because the Undertaker, what, else, what, other, what does Bray Wyatt have to gain if, he, if Undertaker wins? You know what I'm saying? You still, still want to push Bray Wyatt because Bray Wyatt's going to be here the whole year. You won't, yeah. you won't see Undertaker again until next year or again or, or at all. So I think I think this one is the mo- one I'm most confused with because the chips are off the table now because Undertaker lost. Exactly. So I think Bray Wyatt will win somehow. I don't think – actually, I think it will be clean because Undertaker doesn't lose with distractions or anything like that. I think Bray Wyatt will win. Now, do you think – I think the Wyatt brothers, quote-unquote, you know um, – Eric Rowan? Eric and Rowan, Luke, Luke Harper, and Luke Harper might make an appearance. I think that for Wyatt or against him. That's my question for you as well. I think that they'll appear, you know, maybe be out there, and you know, Wyatt say, "Okay, attack him," uh-huh. and maybe turn and look at him, and be like, "No." So you see, you see uh, Luke Harper turning face. I see Harper turning face. I don't know. That's that's a good question. I don't think, I honestly don't think they need them because I think Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt has sold this whole um, program by himself. Oh, and it's a phenomenal program by himself. This guy, done. this guy's promos. If you do get a chance, Myra, to listen to any of his promos, you know they have writers write the scripts for these guys, but they don't write for him. He writes his own stuff, wow. and he does it on the fly. And this guy, he's so articulate. And you know, you, you know, in wrestling, you have the character and you have the the man, the person. Uh, with Bray Wyatt, there is no, there is no line. Bray Wyatt, that's him. He says that's me. That's, I mean, that's not his name, obviously, but he said the character that Bray Wyatt is is him, true to life. So he said, how can anybody write for me if they're not me? So what he says on the mic is very. I mean, in, in the beginning, it was kind of uh, he almost spoke in riddles, but, <laughs> but well, because we didn't know if he was talking about Undertaker, if he was talking about Jake the Snake. I mean, yeah, who you know, was he who talking, was talking about? about? But uh, he single-handedly sold this feud because Undertaker has not showed up at all. The last time we saw or heard from Undertaker was last year at WrestleMania when he lost. So this whole entire feud, Bray Wyatt has. Uh, Sold his entire self, so that's why I think they're going to give it to him. It's a gr- it's amazing though to think that Bray Wyatt could do that. I mean, you know, no other person except for the Undertaker could probably do a feud by himself yeah. on the or, mic or Paul Heyman. Heyman, yeah. <laughs> I mean, th- that's the phenomenal part about it. It's like you know, the only time that we ever saw anything of the Undertaker was when he set the rocking chair on fire. Yeah, but he wasn't there. He was sitting he at home. Like, hey, look what I did. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm in Texas, and I'm going to go, boop, yeah. fireball. But, okay, so you say you say the Undertaker's going to win. I, I think, say Bray Wyatt's going to win. Meyer, do you have you have any prediction? Now, the Undertaker went 21 years straight. He did, did not lose at WrestleMania. 21 I, years I'm straight. I'm going to have to agree with Krispy Kreme here. I think the Undertaker's coming back for a reason, and that is to win it. I think that there's a reason why there's a hype and why there was a loss last year, and it's building up. All right. Well, we'll see. But exactly. I still say I think Bray Wyatt is going to win because he, he has to. Because he lost last year against John Cena. And Bray Wyatt, when was the last time Bray Wyatt lost a match? Do you even know? Two, three, four months ago maybe? When? Because he didn't lose against Dean Ambrose. No. He didn't lose against Daniel Bryan. He didn't. When's the last, I don't even know when the last time he was pinned. Like clean. Oh, cleanly. Probably like last year or sometime. Yeah, so he's got to be. The last time he lost a match was that Money in the Bank. And he didn't even lose. You know, he didn't get pinned or anything. No, it's, it's he been didn't, he didn't a grab very, very long time. So they're going somewhere with him, too. So that, I think this is one of the most unpredictable because the streak is already gone. So we, we, we don't have that to back us up. I just no. think there's a reason why The Undertaker is coming on. He just turned 50. He just turned 50. It's it's a buildup. Well, I mean, if you look, you know, Michelle McCool, his wife has been posting pictures of him. He's working. getting ready. He's getting ready, you know, benching three hundred pounds and leg pressing three hundred. He's a big dude. Yes, he All is. All right, next match we have Sting versus Triple H. I think this is one that's going to lead into the World Heavyweight Championship. Sting, you know who Sting is. Sting's been around forever. He's and I know Triple H. Fifty-six years old, still in phenomenal shape. Versus Triple H. Um, this match, 
they they did assume the fact that Sting was fighting for WCW, but he did talk on Raw, so that's not the real reason why I'm here. I'm here because Triple H is corrupt. Uh, and I want to stop that corruption for Triple H. He needs he needs to be put down. And this feud has has built up pretty nicely. The promo, you know, both guys. Uh, well, Sting didn't talk until just last week. <laughs> well, he talked two weeks ago um, on the app. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was great. You know, Triple H has sold this match too. Triple H is phenomenal on the mic as well. Triple H is a great a great guy for the company. Um, this is a fantasy match. Hope I, you know, I wish I would have seen it years ago. <laughs> but, Fourteen know, years ago, before nice. you know, before Sting with the TNA, but. Um, I think this match will be a great match. I think Sting still has it. You know, Triple H will always have it. Yeah. Um, this match, I think this match will be the longest. Yes. On the card. I think they're going to give this match a good 30 minutes, probably. Now, they're saying this could possibly be Sting's last match. I don't think so. I don't, don't think so. Really? I don't think so, because I think they, they may want to do that fantasy matchup with Undertaker. But as, a, as an outsider, obviously not as inside as you guys, I would think that it would be Triple H. Just because of the power that's held there, and there's a there's a quote unquote expectation of the boss, you know what I mean, or the wife's, I, the boss's husband. I see what you're saying, but from a, a, a Booker standpoint, uh, I think Sting is going to win. There's no way he could lose. Yeah, because he, he's the new guy, but he's he puts butts in seats. Mm-hmm. Triple H is a company guy, so he'll he'll job out. He'll lose. Triple H, I don't even know when the last time Triple H even won at WrestleMania. Well, Brock Lesnar, 29. I think that was two yeah. years ago. Um, I think it would be a phenomenal match. I, 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 I don't see Sting coming in, being this being 14 years, not being in the company, then coming in the company, then losing. I don't see that happening. Unless The Undertaker loses. Okay. Unless The Undertaker loses. Because then they both have lost. But I, 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 very highly unlikely... That both of them will lose, but I think Triple There's H- no way they're both going to lose. I don't think they're both going to lose, but I think Triple H will probably lose to Sting. I, I believe he'll probably tap to the Scorpion Death uh, lock, and uh, that probably, that match will probably be the best. I don't see them ble- any of them bleeding because I don't think they do that anymore. But no. I don't see any interference, though. I don't think they'll because I think Triple H's ego will prevent anybody else from the authority coming in. I think Triple H wants to handle this on his own, and he'll see that he's not par, I guess, but Sting will win. I think Sting will win that match. Clean. I think so, too. I think that Ric Flair will make an appearance, though. Ric Flair has a lot to do with both of them. Both of these guys. You know, so I think Ric Flair showing up, maybe they'll throw a, a monkey wrench into it at the last minute and say, hey, special guest referee, Ric Flair. Could be. Or the referee will get knocked out, Ric Flair come out and do something. Exactly. You know, something that Ric... Because Ric Flair was the one that dropped the title to Sting back in 91. Yep. So if you have that going on, and then you think about how much influence Flair had on Triple H's career, which way does he go? Yeah, that's he's uh, in peril there. He's <laughs> it's like, you know, it's the best of both worlds for him. You know, if Sting, I mean, they've been saying that Sting and Triple H have been actually, quote-unquote, ironing out their match actually down here in Orlando. Okay. At the Performance Center. You know, they've been going and they've been actually... That'd be nice to see. Myra, didn't you guys get... You guys actually got a chance to go visit the Performance Center when they opened it, didn't they? Didn't you? We got a chance, but we didn't go. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't go. All right, Phil so... Phil and I would have gone for you guys. Yeah. So, okay, so you you think Triple H will win, and me and Chris uh, both agree that Sting will win. So that'll take us to our very last match of the card, which will be Brock Lesnar, the champion, versus the new guy, Roman Reigns. Now, Roman Reigns won the 2015 Royal Rumble, and everybody was upset. Even though the year before that, everybody wanted him to win. That's a problem I have with wrestling fans. They're so fickle. <laughs> they're, they're extremely fickle, and that's why it's very hard to book strong people, because they were so into Daniel Bryan. They're still into Daniel Bryan, but then, did you see that they were calling him a turd? Did you yes. see that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the fans were calling him a turd. <laughs> and, and the thing is, okay, this match has a lot of intrigue for me, because... Lesnar just re-signed. Yep. And he announced it on, on ESPN of all things. Well, it was smart, you know. He could have announced it on the network. He could have announced it on the network like Heyman did about how bad Brian Williams did. I'm going to interject here. I think it was genius. Yeah. I think it was genius cuz there's nothing hot right now on ESPN. And yep. what a great way to become a great talking point of something we rarely talk about on ESPN. So, great move. I think he may have bought 
himself, not bought himself, but I think he may have uh, created more accounts to, <laughs> of people who weren't really paying attention to WWE. Oh, Brock Lesnar's still WWE? Oh, let me watch. Let me go. Oh, it's only $10? Heck yeah. So I think that's why he pulled that on the ESPN. It was a great move. It was um, a great move, right? I agree. Now, Perfect this, PR move. This match could be, this, this match, not could be, this match will make or break Roman Reigns' career. Um, if he loses, it's okay. If he wins, it's still okay. But we'll see how it happens after that. But this match with the fans, uh, the fans will try and hijack this match. I think we'll go into Bizarro World and have the fans cheering for Brock Lesnar over Roman Reigns. Hopefully that won't happen because I, mean, I am a fan of Roman Reigns. I don't think he has any problems. I mean, he need, does need work on the mic, but so does Brock Lesnar. But Brock Lesnar has Paul Heyman. <laughs> Paul Heyman has single-handedly sold this um, this match because Brock Lesnar, he's only a part-timer, so he's only there every once in a while. So who are you saying is going to win? That's the thing. <laughs> it's, this is very difficult because if Brock Lesnar didn't resign, I would say Roman Reigns obviously would win. But now that Brock Lesnar has resigned, I say, man, my honest prediction, what I, you want to tell you my prediction or what I hope to happen? <laughs> Either way, go for it. Okay, what let's I hope. Let's do both. Hold on. Let's, let's do what you want to happen and what you think will happen. What I want to happen, because Brock Lesnar is on the verge of becoming a monster baby face. Because this guy already has the characteristics of a baby face where he doesn't like the authority. He, do, he doesn't do heel tactics. Um, so he's on the verge of becoming a monster baby face. I think... Paul Heyman needs to do the swerve and align himself with Roman Reigns and allow Reigns to win the championship and become the future of the WWE. Brock Lesnar's being part-time. Every appearance he's, he's going to make is going to be the roof is going to blow off because this guy wants his retribution. What I think is going to happen, I don't think any of that's going to happen. <laughs> I think Brock Lesnar will probably retain. And I don't know what they're going to do with Roman Reigns. I'm very sad. <laughs> but I don't know what they're going to do with him, but I think Brock Lesnar will retain just because of the negative backlash that Roman Reigns has been getting since the Royal Rumble. Okay. Me, I'll go um, the two ways as well. What I'd love to see happen is Roman Reigns win, but with a swerve, like you said, a Paul Heyman turning on Brock. Him turning on him and creating this mon- um, this huge heel turn for Reigns. Everybody needs that. He needs that huge heel turn so he can become a bigger babyface later on. Exactly. So what's going to happen is, you know, Reign, what I think is going to happen, Reigns will win, but then you're going to have, have hear Seth Rollins' music hit. He's going to come down, try to cash, cash in, in and, because, lose. and he's going to lose because to, to, on Sunday is the last day he can cash it in. No, I think it's the Money in the Bank because he didn't. It wasn't. It wasn't WrestleMania he won. I think it was Money in the Bank. So it should be June. Is it June? Yeah, because that's the thing though. If Brock Lesnar wins, he has to cash in because who, when, when is Lesnar going to come back? <laughs> exactly. So he won't even have a chance to exactly. cash in. And then so, but what's going to happen is probably Lesnar is going to win, but it's going to be it's going to be a good back and forth battle. As long as we don't have any suffering succotash. Oh, gosh. That was the worst line Vince McMahon ever fed Roman Reigns. Yeah. Now, Myra, you see Roman Reigns, right? You know mm-hmm. who he's related to The Rock. They're cousins. Uh, his family the is Usos very, is to. Uh, very prestigious Samoan heritage. Um, and you de- obviously you know who Brock Lesnar is. Right. So who do you see walking out the WWE World Heavyweight Champion or WrestleMania play button? Now, I got to tell you, I don't have a, a want in this. I'm standing back and looking at this as the brilliant move that they just did this week. The Lesnar nail-biting to the last minute. Was he going to go back into you know, UFC, UFC or, or was he going to go to this? And I recall reading his statement saying by him signing back with the WWE, he was walking away from his UFC career. Yep. You can't build this thing that huge and have that man who supposedly gave up his other dream to lose that match. That, that, makes mm-hmm. that makes now, sense. Now again, there's, there's, I have no vetted interest. I think Rain still has a way to go. If he wins, I think there's this oh, you know, kind of factor. I think it's Lesnar's big welcome back home. Okay. Okay. All right. So I still say I will think Lesnar will walk out the champion. Yes. That's not what I want to happen. No. But 
You think Lesnar will walk out champion? Yes, and, and I don't. You think? Yep. Lesnar will walk out champion. Okay, so that's that's the only match that all three of us <laughs> had agreed on. Um, so th- this pay per view will be six hours, five hours long, and um, I think it'll be a great pay per view, great WrestleMania. I don't think it'll be, it'll be better than last year's. Uh, I think twenty nine was better when you had The Rock and Cena. Yeah, well, well no. not just that. You know, look back in one year prior when you had Shawn Michaels and Undertaker that oh. stole. That that was the match of the decade, if yep. not the. Yep, yep, yep. You are right. But uh, let's go ahead and wrap it up here. Uh, that was our predictions for uh, WrestleMania 31. We uh, let me thank you guys for downloading this. This is only available on the podcast. We aren't live. This will be put up as soon as I can. Um, so the, the wrestling WrestleMania 31 will be Sunday evening, starting at five o'clock with March the, 29th with the kickoff show, starting at five. So you have an event from five to eleven o'clock at night. So the whole day of sports entertainment. Exactly. Just <laughs> uh, press play. Yep. So, Chris, do you have a Twitter account? or where I can do. We, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at KCZBIZ. All right. Or you can find me on um, Facebook. Just look for Chris. Or we can hear you on the radio show. Exactly. I'm call all, in. Call, I call in all the time. If you have a question that you need answered and Phil can't answer it, I will gladly do what I can to answer it. And you can find me on Myra Uribe on Facebook or Myra's Point on Twitter. And obviously the radio show. Radio you know, show the Kevin Sun Show is on Monday through Friday, 8, 8 to 9. 9 on 740 The Game. That's in Central Florida. If you don't live in Central Florida, you can either download the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, or iHeartRadio, depending on if you're on or not. Uh, just type in the Kevin Sutton Show. And you can find us there. Hope you enjoy. Hope you enjoyed this little WrestleMania extra point here. So uh, thank you guys for downloading, and we will catch you later. Bye. Good night. Bye. Bye.